Welcome to the show. Yes. Welcome to Exit Transmission T034. 34. That's a lot of transmissions. How are you both doing? Yeah, really good. Amazing. I'm all right. Uh, it's, it's crafty there. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're there, aren't you? Me, I, you know what I mean? Can you not see me? <laughs> I can't. We're, we're doing this remotely, this one. Um, yeah, uh, we're doing this one via uh, the internet, actually. Yeah, we're, uh, we've, we've all been sat here currently being amazed by technology as we can see each other updating things, even though we're not in the same room. It's magical. Yeah, just like to thank Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, of, Google. Thanks, Google, uh, for enabling Crafty P, Crafty Eggsy to be annoying in different time zones. So, you know, there you go. Different time zones, different um, mediums. I can be annoying anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Who owns Google? Crafty Peak Exe, aka Dynamite Dandy. The, the Dynamite Dandy. Di yeah. Uh, who owns Google? Did you say there? Crafty? Yeah, like we know Jeff Bezos and we know uh, yeah. Tim Apple. But who, who runs Google? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Google. Uh, Google. Actually, um, this is the, so. This is a funny thing. You can't really Google Google because you will break the internet. But I have it on good authority that Google is actually Skynet. So you know. Ah, make of that what you will. They made a film about yeah. that, didn't they? They did. Uh, I think we should all rewatch it and very seriously consider whether we need any more fucking Alexas in our homes. <laughs> I have none, and I'm very proud of that fact. Yeah, definitely. But I think in the real world, mm. I don't think uh, Judgment Day will happen like it did in the film. No, what well, Judgment Day will happen, um, where effectively we'll be in a scenario where there's a queue outside of the only remaining supermarket that sells produce, <laughs> and thousands are dying because there's an unexpected item in the bagging area. <laughs> that's effectively how we're gonna. That's that's how the that's how the Windcore T1000 is going to shut down the human race. Effectively, I think. Exactly. Don't launch missiles. Yeah. Just mess up the self checkout system at the <laughs> yeah. supermarket. That you'll fucking kill millions with yeah, no with member of staff powerful, uh, to correct president the issue. To set. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, should we kick off uh, with some music then? Should we, should we do our first track? Yeah, I think we should, and we will open with a new track by Russia, which I was really surprised to see. <laughs> I was really surprised to see this one land in the inbox the other day because I have not heard of anything from Russia, the artist, not the country, uh, since, I don't know, mid, like 2010, 12, something like that. Um, I mean, whether he's been inactive, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, anyway, it's good to see new music from him. And this one is Hellwalker, which is on his Follow the Bleeder EP on Black Lodge Audio. Just to clarify, that is spelt R -u -s -r -e -r. Yeah, that's not correct. W R S S I A. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. W R S S I A. Or Soviet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Play the tune.
and that was uh, Sahala with Example, which was produced by Bitload, and that's on her new time travel EP on Forest Biz. So, shouts to Joshua, Thank aka you, Badjar, for uh, sending that over. They have been really very nice. accommodating with sending us wicked tunes, haven't they, Forest Biz? I have to big shout out to them guys for, uh, for yeah. keeping it real and sending us bits over. Big respect. Yeah. Great music. Yeah. Nice yeah. one, Josh. So we've got a couple of topics this week, haven't we, boys, to talk about, so we don't just fucking career off. Um, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Do we yeah, talk about, about comics? half an hour. Oh, dad's back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no fart jokes on the podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's talk comic it. George books. is back this month as a mediator to keep us in line. Absolutely. Have you noticed, if you listen back to the, the podcast, they sort of like tail off into just fucking childish insanity and then, then I have to come in and uh, I'm boring them up, make them corporate, trying to get sponsors. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, it's like a presidential debate. Joe and me are Biden and Trump. Whichever one and we want to be, I don't know. And, then and I'm George Fox just News, just the, trying to keep the, it real. The guy sat there telling us to shut up. Will, yeah. will everybody stop yelling? <laughs> yeah. Why don't so, you both shut up? Yeah. <laughs> okay, man. Neon Wasteland. What is it? Because I couldn't get it working, Crafty, but I think now, <laughs> after having a conversation with you, I realised where I was going wrong with that. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Uh, yeah, it's very, very technical, and I'm not sure most of you will be able to understand <laughs> um, how it works because it is like it's been sent from the future uh so basically it is a from space itself from space it's a graphic novel uh written by rob shields uh oh let me just double check i got that right i'm pretty sure it is uh you might have to rewind that bit don't want to get his name wrong <laughs> oh it is what it is rob shields that's fine you can blank that bit out we're fine, we're fine. Uh, so yeah, the idea is, it is a graphic novel that you can just read as a graphic novel, and it's absolutely mint, it's just uh, another cyberpunky thing. But there is a whole AR side to it, augmented reality. Yeah, what is that? What's that, wow. kids? It's like reality, <laughs> but... Oh, for those in the farming community, arrr. Arr. <laughs> so the, the general premise is you, it's a normal book yeah. you look at you it remember it looks cool um, but then if you get the app from the store it's free to download um, you hold your phone or whatever other device up to the book there is a physical copy or just hold it up to your screen and those normal still non-animated pages become fully animated pages uh, with a soundtrack and it's it's fucking incredible. It's crazy. Um, hard hard it looks, to explain. It looks brilliant. The, yeah, the PDF that you sent me was uh, very high contrast, high colours. It reminded very much uh, of Kiltopia. Yeah, yeah, and, kind of uh, similar vibe. Kind of vein. Definitely could see why you liked it. Yeah, um, and yeah. So Neon Wasteland. It's on the Google Play Store. Go grab it, and I think you can you can pick the PDF up or the physical copies as well. Uh, highly recommended. Really cool. Um, you know, brightly coloured animations and uh, AR, man, that sounds rad. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing with the uh, Kickstarter for uh, Killtopia 3, actually, talking to Killtopia? Is that, is that, how's that going along? Have you seen much uh, much progress from it yet? Mitch will know more about that one, because uh, I'm not okay. on the lines. Oh, yes, Well, Killtopia, the, uh, the Kickstarter campaign, has a week left to go. It's past its, uh, its funding goal by 
Excellent. Quite a lot, like by ten thousand pounds. Um, wow, good words. At, at the minute, there's eight hundred and thirty-two backers, and I believe they've only got one stretch goal left to hit. Nice. Wow. Uh, which I think is the eighteen thousand pound mark, and once they hit that, you know, more stuff for for backers. Cool. Awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I mean they've, they've absolutely absolutely smashed it, and you know I'm really looking forward to getting it, uh, which yeah. I think is next year May time. Yeah, most yeah. There's, like a, there's a, I mean, this is the thing with Kickstarter. There's a there's a long uh, long lead time, but then again, you're essentially funding something in development stage that you as a consumer wouldn't normally get anyway. But that's yeah. just Kickstarter. Right? You know, I don't need Granddad to explain how that works, but. I'm, cool. I'm, I've um, been waiting for five I've, years for a 3D printer that I paid for and will never receive. <laughs> That's 200 quid down the toilet. <laughs> Remember, I, uh, uh, yeah, back to game on there once, and I think it's just, yeah, it's dead in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they released a little kind of playground, so to speak, of it, but yeah, it's just awful. We're going to take there your money a, and run. There was a Kickstarter... There was a Kickstarter that was yeah. set up to uh, to fund the science behind testing whether we are in a simulation or not. <laughs> uh, that's reached its goal about four years ago, and there's been no or very little updates on that one. <laughs> I just think that's fucking brilliant. That's how I'm going to... How did you buy your house in the Bahamas? <laughs> well, <laughs> get this. Uh, that's you know that's that's how I'm getting. That's how I'm getting out of the north of England. I'm just going to fucking scam loads of people with a Kickstarter. I think I'm... Uh... I'm going to fund an expedition through Kickstarter to the edge of the earth to prove it's flat. Yeah, that's brilliant. There you go, that's brilliant. Yeah. The good thing is um, that will get yeah. backed. <laughs> yeah, that will. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think taking. I'll just take a picture at the edge of a cliff a and thing. go, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, talking of comics, I've managed to finally pick up uh, a copy of Abara, which is the Japanese for rib. It's Kenji for rib, and it's the. Uh, one of the early graphic novels by uh, Tsutomu Nihai, the, the creator of Blam and Knights of Sidonia. Um, I thought I was being really smart a couple of months ago, actually a couple of years ago. I managed to find a, a copy of one and two on, on, a, on, a, on an online bookstore and I was like, yeah, got that for really cheap because they just there weren't that many of them. Mm. And they arrived and they were both in, uh, I think they were both in French, so I was like, well, if they were in German or Dutch, I could have just about got my head around it, but not the French version. But <laughs> the good news is both one, volume one and two have now been released. Um, in a in a in a uh, master edition, very much like the Blam master editions, nice. and it's fucking incredible. Honestly, mind blowing. It's as good as Blame, I think. Uh, I think it kind of it's uh, it uh, Abara is the kind of mix between Blame and Biomega, but uh, absolutely incredible visuals, um, strange big lurid worlds, and and body horror. The thing, it's brilliant. So yeah, get that. You can found mine from Traveling Man in Manchester, but I think that they've got copies in. Um, Forbidden Planet and, and so on, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been glued on recently uh, as comic books. But yeah, um, anything else comic book related, or should we bang some more tunes out? Um, hard code. Well, we've also got oh yes. yeah, hard code, which is uh, a, a comic created by former Kiltopia artist Craig Patton. Is that how you pronounce his surname? I, I think so. That's how I always said it anyway. Yeah. Although he is Scottish, it might well, be if I'm Craig Patton. <laughs> Sorry if that was offensive. <laughs> I think we can get away with that. <laughs> Don't know. I thought it was quite a good Scottish accent, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, it was all right, though. Brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Uh, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, the hard code Kickstarter campaign is still ongoing. There's a couple of weeks left on that one. Again, absolutely smashed the uh, funding goal. Uh, 400 backers. 
and hard code is a it's more of an art book but does create uh, does contain a main story um more of a wordless visual narrative that suits uh, me in the story i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of re- read uh the synopsis from the kickstarter page yeah, sure. so the story concerns too violent a Soriyama model NS4W artificial personal massage assistant built by the corporation Wanker Robotics, which brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Rejected brilliant. as unfit for commercial com- consumer consumption due to a tendency for excessive bites of violence. Too violent escapes to the city to seek a new purpose to her artificial life. Nice. So yeah, that's, sounds quite yeah. interesting, and the artwork looks Blade pretty outstanding. Yeah, it's very. It's, yeah. it's got I mean, that I really same love kind of the high contrast logo. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, so do I. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, love that really high contrast, yeah, lurid set of colours. Like I, I think there's this tendency. I mean, I. It's all or nothing. Like Abara Blam, all all the all my Tsutomu Nihai books are completely grayscale or, or black and white. Yeah. But on the opposite mm. end of that, I absolutely love the colours that uh, kick. kick uh, Killtopia Hardcode and uh, you know and even Neon Wasteland uh, produce I like that kind of palette definitely yeah and, yeah. Uh, yeah we should be getting both of those next year so yeah I've spent quite a bit of money uh, towards these because you know the guys really really cool guys um, and obviously you know they create great work so you know, if you if you want to check them out on on Kickstarter, you can you can do so. I think we'll we'll stick the links in the description. For yeah, this, put the links this, in, uh, in the month's in the podcast. I think. Yeah, yeah. There's still a week left on Killtopia. Yeah. Yes. And two weeks left on Hardcode. So Absolutely. yeah, next up, track wise, we can go with something by Coma. Yeah, Sixes. Yes. Repeat the Coma remix. Big up Coma.
Hydra, Battle Dance, taken from the Snake Monastery LP on Eat Brain, out on the 30th of October, which is probably now by the time the show comes out. Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, some decent tracks on there. Yeah. Really mm. like it. Love that halftime stuff. So thanks to Eat Brain. Yep, Eat Brains. Actually, what a time of the year for that. Happy Halloween, boys and girls. Happy Halloween. Um, and a happy Halloween to you all a too. A happy goth Christmas to both you and uh, Crafty. Uh, it's lovely to be talking to you guys. I want to tell you about something I experienced last night, which was sheer fucking horror. I've been reading a book called The Three Body Problem. I don't know if you've read that. Nope. The Hang on, let me just make sure I've got that right. The Three Body Problem. That's correct, yep. Yeah. Uh, it's right. uh, a, it's a, an insane novel. Um, one second because I need to know the author's name because it's very hard to pronounce because I think it's been translated from um, English. So, um, uh, Chan Lu, but I think Lu is his surname. So it's uh, uh, C-I-X-I-N-L-U-L-I-U. Um, Chan Lu, uh, absolutely insane. It's, I'm only about not even a third into the book yet, not even a quarter into the book yet. Uh, but it's really gripping. It's uh, it's it's been given to me by another friend of ours who really likes this kind of uh, uh, you know horror science fiction horror. Um, yeah, there was a bit I was reading last night. I won't no spoilers uh, to anyone. But there's a section where he's taking photographs on an analog camera, and only when he takes the photographs is there a countdown timer hard coded into the images, uh, and it's terrifying. So, so oh, wow. something's coming with this one. But yeah, but the three body problem. Uh, it's um, yeah, it's a translated from a Chinese novel, uh, and it's the first ever novel to win the uh, Hugo Award, which is brilliant. But yeah, um, once I've done with it, I'll let you guys know. I'll keep you in the loop with it. But uh, yeah, it scared me half to death last night. I had to close the book and just. <laughs> <laughs> so, nope. Yeah. Would did recommend. it? Uh, did it have your imagination running it wild? Creeped me out. Yeah. So I was like, "Yep, good night." <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Great, now I've read all this, now I've got to try and sleep it off. Yes, yes, that's what I should do. I've decided to put my phone not in the bedroom anymore, you know, I'm trying to sort of clear my mind a little bit. Yeah. Do you know when you watch a horror film or something really, really horrific, and then you just watch a couple of episodes of South Park to like unwind, <laughs> or Family Guy before you go to bed? Yeah, like after watching Shrek or something. Yeah, yeah, well, Shrek's pretty scary, man. And then, uh, but I didn't have my phone <laughs> with me, so I was like, the only other thing I've got are these weird Celtic folk... Law tales and they they're just so hard to read. I fall asleep reading them because it's really 
old Gaelic translations. So yeah, just went to bed terrified last night. Nice. Yeah. Oh. How about you guys? I'm sorry, you didn't have any nightmares, did you? Many, but that's that's probably not to do with the book. That's just the uh, existentialism that we're all <laughs> experiencing. How about you guys? Have you been reading any books recently? And, and that's... You know what? No. Um, I have just been sat making music. Good. Um, but a... I did I did watch They Live last night, finally. Oh, yeah. That good? Obviously, quite quite a good uh, social commentary on the, on current affairs. So it was pretty apt timing to, uh, to give oh, it a watch. But yeah, I really enjoyed Carpenter. it. Yes, classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love that movie. Yeah, just shows there's, uh, there's some... Bastards among us. There are some uh, bastards among us. Obviously, in that case, represented yeah. by aliens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was just, it was just really mad yeah. uh, seeing it. It's great to rewatch um, it nowadays, I mean, isn't it? it? It's got a whole different kind of w- weird meaning to it, you know. Yeah, 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 and obviously the 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 lead was uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper from from WWF. <laughs> yes, so, it was, that's you right. know. It was good to see. Usually, usually you have that crossover with wrestlers. I mean, their acting is generally terrible, but I thought for what he was doing, it was it was fine. You, you know? know, there's that fight didn't really scene. Really stand out as corny or anything. In the alleyway, there's that fight scene, and it fucking goes on and on and on. And you're like, yes. you're gonna kill him. And I was like, okay, I get there's a you're gonna kill each other. Yeah, it's like there's definitely somewhat some lawyers there, or there's probably some publicist that has written in must have a, like a 15 minute fight scene in the film, and you're like. Oh, we could separate that over over a couple of pay periods and like no 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 one whole fight scene in an alleyway. Unbelievable. Yeah, he really wanted him to to try those sunglasses on, and he really did not <laughs> want to try those sunglasses on. What a silly fight! Know, but yeah, I've never mental. I mean, I've always suggested my friends try something on, but I've never you know punched them directly in the face for for not trying <laughs> on. But yeah. No, yeah. not not continuously. Not, no, and if they yeah. kick my ass, I'll be like, they really do not want me to do they this. Do but... not suit me. Will you stop beating my ears? Yeah, they were yeah. both adamant. Indeed, adamant. So, crafter, your film. Not going to read it out. Um, don't think you've. I don't think that's a real film, is it? That. <laughs> no, it's not, is it? So, uh, have you watched any films recently, crafty? Uh... Talk about it on the show. First off, if you can hear any banging coming through the mics, it's my neighbour either having a very, very hard wank or he's hammering the wall for some reason. Um, I'd probably... Could he be doing both? He, he might be doing both. Is he into some strange fetish? Well, he's only just moved in uh, and he lives on his own uh, and he's an electrician. Like uh, He makes uh, probably. amps and guitar pedals and stuff. So, yeah, probably. Um, Sick. Yeah, yeah, masturbating. Certainly more um, valuable commodities than what Nathan does, like egg rotating <laughs> and stuff. Although, equally as impressive, I mean, he created an electric egg yeah. rotator. I couldn't no. do that. I never, never knew that so. eggs needed to be rotated. Oh, apparently, yes. Right. Especially when you're trying to hatch chicks. Right, I see. Never knew that. There you go. We're learning. <laughs> Joe, Joe will know more about that than me. I don't know. Yes, that sounds have you rude. have you hatched any chicks from your chicken? Uh, yet, we Joe? haven't. We don't have a rooster. You see, we've just got some layers, which are all uh, females. Ah, of course. You, you need. We a might get cock. a cock. Yeah, we you might get a cock, cock and have a second brood of chickens. But at the moment, no, no. 
Oh well, some of for your. I'm just playing with some uh, Velcro cable straps. They feel quite nice. I think you'll probably still need a rooster. For. For the Velcro for, straps. No, for the uh, chickens. <laughs> anyway, so last night I rewatched. Um, yeah, Ready Player One. Oh uh, right. Anyone? Uh, yeah, anyone watch that at all? It's uh, it's like Blade Runner that was yes. made by like a Disney princess. I went princess. to the cinema. It's pretty good, man. Actually, I kind of enjoyed it. It was nothing like the book. But... No, it was... No, no, not even close. It was so heavily modified from the book. Yeah. I was just like, well, that's yeah, not I hate the book. Yeah, I hated to be one of those people that was just like, uh, it's not as good as the book. It really isn't as good as the book, but uh, I did no. thoroughly uh, enjoy Ernie it Klein as its a... own entity. Yeah, Ernest Klein was a, was a script supervisor on the actual film, so, I mean, he, if he was happy with it, I suppose, you know. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I appreciate they've got to obviously make it for a, for a, a movie audience, yeah. and they obviously change some parts because I think they want to make it viewable by audiences of all ages, really. Yeah, yeah. they because um, it is one of those kind of kind of stories that you can turn into a, a film for everybody. Yeah. So you know, totally appreciate the that. book was all eighties references. The film was eighties, nineties, and noughties. I noticed there was like Borderlands were mentioned in there, and like Xbox yeah, definitely One and stuff like that. You know, visuals. But yeah, 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 brilliant, brilliant film. Really, really immersive. I really liked it. But I mean, it's a good old classic. Good against evil and cyberspace, man. Wicked. Yeah, Trump. and it's very pretty. Like I did, I love the book because a it was dead yeah. easy to read. I know that sounds a bit stupid, but it just was really yeah. easy to read. And it was written for it felt like a kids book. People in the thirties, yeah, it felt like a kids book, but it was definitely written for people in the thirties and forties because of all the eighties references you know and earlier. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Because almost every page, yeah, I was yeah. just like, I know that. Yeah, I, think I know I... that. That was written for me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if a kid. I think I read the book over the course of like four yeah, days. It's it. quick. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't put it down. Actually, yeah, well, you gave it to me, Crafty. Actually, I, I could yeah. not put it down yeah. straight away. Yeah, really good. Really good. Uh, right. Uh, what have we got in our box of songs? Oh, actually, we've got a new piece of music by uh, a pair of lads from Berlin called Dadub. Um, they are uh, they they own a mastering house uh, and they do a lot of mastering for uh, on resistance as well, but. Uh, together, the chaps are, uh, are just brilliant music producers as well. Um, this is taken from uh, the brilliant new Double Twelve Gatefold release out on On Resistance. I'm, I'm just throwing in some of the label guys that I'm with because it's, this is brilliant. Blew me away. This track's called Airless Vault. Um, lurid, weird and strange. They've got this kind of uh, uh, out of this world sort of like a cosmic alien bass uh, theme going on with the record. But yeah, go check it out at On Resistance. It's amazing. Uh, amazing record and all the tracks are great there's even a couple of remakes there by uh, King Bass himself Mr Mick Harris Scorn uh, as well but this Airless Vault track I think uh, sums up their kind of ethos and style quite well so yeah check it out by Dead Dub nice
So yeah, that one was a track forthcoming on Gated Recordings by Not Even Noticed. Track's called Acid Dream. Uh, Don't have any release information beyond that at the moment, so you'll have to follow the Gated Recordings social media pages to find out more. It reminded me a little bit of uh, the Wipeout soundtracks, actually, from what I could from what I could gauge from it. It was like that kind of. Uh, that kind of early 90s kind of um, acidy rave stuff which I really liked um, which was again in the video games yeah I think um, if I could choose three words break beat rave acid yeah That'd yeah I, that pretty much nails it that puts it into the uh, into the track which is a great segue into our next topic of discussion uh, a, a seg you a segue. Yeah, check out my new segue. Yeah, segue. One of my favourite things to do uh, on the internet uh, is correct people's spelling of segue. <laughs> really enjoy doing that. Uh, I think you will find it's segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, segue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that you're spelling it, I think you'll find that that's, uh, that's uh, uh, one of those moving wheel boards that you can't fall off, apparently, <laughs> even though everyone seems to fall <laughs> All right, off. Riddle them, me this. Even though the inventor of it segued off a cliff. Died. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh Fucking at that misfortune, really. but the irony. Uh, I I hope I die in a way that people hear about it and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all. That's as much as I can hope for from life. Is it's like, oh, you remember that George guy? Yeah. <laughs> Never guess what. <laughs> no, that's that's how I think it should go. All right, just riddle me this. I mean, okay, if we are talking about fucking segways, yeah, here we go. I've segued into a segway. When was walking ever such a fucking problem? Like, I get that you've got a bicycle, or like, you know, you want a car or a motorbike. There are different forms of transport. Even a horse is faster. But when the fuck was that kind of in- intuitive left, right, left, right me- mechanism of your legs a problem? Whoever looked down at the legs going, ha, I'm a chump for using these. <laughs> well, the guy fell off a cliff, so I think that kind of, I've answered my own question there a little bit, haven't I? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it could be worse. You could have invented the scooter. Still, you go faster on a scooter. That's what I'm saying. Like, a scooter is still a kind of a... It's a it's a symbiosis between m- man and machine. You still have to use your leg, but the wheels will take you. There's, there's, yeah. there's the hoverboard segue thing. I think I'm mixing them up with the uh, hoverboard things, aren't I? What are them weird yeah, little spackboards called? Back to the Future now. Yeah. 
Not the hoverboard hoverboards. No, what are they called? The ones with wheels that came from China and kept exploding because they were just... Yeah, the ones that kept exploding. Micro scooter? No, the micro scooters were from the noughties. They were like, they were the things that kids annoyed me on the skate park with. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, the, self-balancing the two-wheel smart electric scooter. Oh, those things. That's the worst name ever. Are they those things that you see people kind of sitting on and mucking about on the next thing they end up going through the plasterboard? Yeah, they window. do the spins That's on That's right, them. yeah, yeah, or a yeah, cliff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought they were segways, essentially, without the rod. I, I guess they kind of Rodless are the segways. same type of technology. Mm. Segway Join us next crumbles. week when we try to describe <laughs> to try to describe horses. What are they for? <laughs> uh, right, uh, do you know what? We've got we've got that much. We've, do you know what? We've gone so far off that we can go back into some of the tracks and we'll come back to the topic of video games after the next break. What do you think, lads? Yeah, yeah sounds yeah, fine yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and we've got yeah, 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 yeah. A, a track that when I first heard it, I couldn't do anything but kind of just put my head down and be like, for fuck's sake, that's too good. And uh, it's a oh, Billen yeah. one. Of course. Bill yeah. Lane is Sarajevo's uh, premium electronic music producer and voice actor. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I love Maybe the video the for this part. as well. The fuck... Yeah, yeah the, the human spine part was fucking terrifying. Very much. Uh, another man uh, who's a, a big fan of um, Tsutomu Nihai's work. And it definitely shows in the video track. Incredible. But yeah, um, go for it. Which one, is, which one is this one we're playing, Mitch? This is the title track. This is Codename.
transmissions. And that one was one forthcoming, I think. No, or is it out now? Yes, it's out now. It's one on EQ recordings by Molecular. It's a track called Dunkin'. Very, I hate to say it, but very DLR-esque kind of D&B track. But, you know, got its, it stands on its own. It's really nice. Really great uh, bass arrangement. Yeah. Yeah, really nice track. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. So, uh... What we what we've been playing then, lads? Because I, I mean, I've got back into playing video games. Uh, I don't normally have time for it, but um, there's literally nothing else to do right now. So um, yeah, been playing some games like a fucking peasant. Well, I'll let Joe start because I'm kind of I finished a game, so I'm kind of not really starting anything at the moment. So yeah, Joel, you you uh, you crack on. Okay, so so okay okay oh. so so. Okay, okay, so, so, okay, <laughs> okay, so, so, okay, uh, I... <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, duck hard. I went out and bought a PS4 Pro, uh, only because I found it for the exact same price that I could sell my old PS4 for, so, ka-ching! Right. Um... Nice. In preparation for playing Cyberpunk, because obviously it runs it, it runs it a little bit better. I don't want to get a PS5 just yet. I nearly did, but then I just decided against it because there's nothing I actually want to play on the PS5 anyway. So this is the best of yeah, both worlds. Really no, at the moment is the where it's like, oh my god, I need to have one of those. Yeah, exactly. So then, Instead, basically, we've just I put SSDs in our PS4s. Yeah. I ended up also finding Death Stranding for the magical number of £10 on eBay. Been umming and ahhing nice. about it for ages. I love Kojima, but I was a bit sceptical about this because from the footage online, it just looks really boring and a bit weird. But there's just something about it. When you play it, I can't even explain it. I thought I'd hate it, bought it for a tenner, thinking I can't lose out, really. Um, and It looks like a cyberpunk paperboy. Yeah, you, you are, you know, all the memes are true. You are just a fucking delivery guy. But the story is yeah. really captivating. Visually, it's just incredible, on certainly on a 4K telly. Mm. Um, and as I said, yeah, I thought I'd dislike it, or I thought it'd take me a lot longer to get into it, but I I want to play it right now. Um, so, well, yeah, thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kojima's, uh, uh, is a visionary, is like a legend, really. I, I'm literally re replaying... Um, uh, Sons of Liberty again to try and find that so um, kind of weird side story at the end. Like uh, I'm really into it. Um, I've been using the PlayStation um, Now thing, so I'm, I'm playing it on there. But I think they've kind of bundled a bunch of games together that aren't very good. I, I went on there the other day. I was like, okay, there's some big titles in here, but then the rest of it's kind of weird fucking kawaii anime games. That yeah, I think that, there is some that FBs there. would play. Yeah, yeah. But um, I have been playing uh, Wipeout again. I've got the HD collection. Um, nice. It's uh, the Omega, a fucking brilliant. And the first thing I did was I went to the credits to see if Ian Anderson and the Designers Republic had anything to do with it, and sadly they weren't listed. But um, brilliant game, really enjoy it. It just gives me fucking anxiety, really. I, I was trying to enjoy it the other day, but it's so, <laughs> I'm, it's just so intense. Like it goes so fast, some of the levels, it's just too much. But it's one of those really games that I'm playing that terrible uh, at, but I love it at the same time. 
Yeah, I mean, I got really, I, I get used to like the controls of the air brakes. I prefer that kind of gaming, but I love the speed of it. It feels really, feels really nice. But um, the other game I've been playing as well, maybe you two have seen this. It's called, um, I think it's called Observation. It's brand new. Yeah, it's, uh, you're playing a computer. Yeah, yeah is it the I one with uh, Rutger Hauer. Oh no, that was the observer. observer that yeah. was brilliant. The observer, that was a, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, that was yeah. fucking insane. No, it's uh, that's a really good one. That, that I'd really recommend. That's that is lurid and weird, and that's like my kind of cyberpunk, really gritty, noir esque darkness. So and, uh, good. Yeah, but the other one, uh, the other one I think is called Observation um, on the PlayStation uh, One. It's just uh, sorry, PlayStation One, PlayStation Now. Uh, it's come out. About, oh yeah, uh, I have seen it. Yes, the space station thing. Now. Yeah, observation. The the thing is, <laughs> what is it called? All of us rapidly typing into Google. Yeah, we're all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this uh, looks sick. It, do you know why I selected it? Do you know why I thought, oh, that looks good? The artwork looks a little bit like. Do you remember the artwork for Epoch by um, Goth Trad? Mm. It's the same. It's the exact same artwork that they basically. I think they've definitely ripped off uh, the Goth Trad <laughs> artwork on their way. Anyway. Brilliant game. Uh, you're playing as the computer trying to help a human out. And it occurred to me oh, just wow. how fucking slow I am as a computer. I would hate to be trapped in space with me as the artificial intelligence. That You would have to look out to, uh, you know, you'd have to have looked out to get that. But um, brilliant game. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, yeah, if you get 20 minutes, have a go on it. It's really nice. Puzzly games. I think it's going to have a twist at the end of it. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Actually, um, me as an, an AI would be hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even... Can you I'm, help I'm me with a, this? A, Dunno. Just have a go and see what happens. I'm not even a natural intelligence, let alone an artificial one. It's published <laughs> by Devolver, so it's got to be all right. Yeah. Yeah, they fun. always pretty they fun. always uh, come up with some decent games. Like, uh, I think I think My Name's Pedro was one of them, wasn't it? Mm. Okay. Which, uh, yeah, that, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a side-scrolling shooter where you've got to basically do kind of flip tricks and stuff to take out enemies it's it is quite fun uh the learning nice. curve's not very not very well it's not very tricky so you know once you start cool. flipping That's through kind of and getting gaming. stuff yeah it's good fun really good fun mm -hmm. but i'm uh sorry i'm just looking through observation on steam so i'm just about to wishlist it um, oh yeah and check it out later but yeah, one nice i have just grabbed off the is ghost runner I've uh, just grabbed the okay. demo to give that a try. That's a mm -hmm. cyberpunk first-person parkour kind of assassin ninja type game that I think will be quite fast-paced. So, yeah, looking forward to trying that out at some point this weekend. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, like Joe, I've, I've got a PS4 Pro uh, waiting for cyberpunk and we both updated our hard upgraded sorry upgraded our hard drives to ssds so we get as much performance as we can out of it and save some time and loading as well which you know some yeah, of the differences are quite too. insane yeah i'm streaming mine over wi-fi and it's actually quite buggy so i think i might just download some of the games and then just come back to them perhaps but yeah ps uh, now yeah, is, is renowned for not having a very good streaming platform uh, even with you the know, even with the shit on internet, I think it would do. Yeah, I, I mean, we've got a reasonably decent. We live near the cabinet. We live uh, we live near the cab, and we're we're close to the exchange. We've got a decent fibre connection. The problem is with it when you put Wi-Fi through it, it's just not very good. And it's all well and good streaming movies and stuff because they're they're not necessarily directly interactive. 
So I, I was thinking the other day, I was like, it did a connection test, and it was like, oh, you can, you can stream games if you'd like. I'm like, really? Because I thought we were way off that by now. I thought we'd still be, you know, I think we'd still need to a little more, a couple more years of development, but it seemingly works all right if there's nothing else going on. But no, it's a, it's an interesting time. It saves on the downloading time and the space on your hard drives. But yeah, I've got a PS4 recently, and I've kind of been enjoying playing it. But um, but yeah, good. Because there's fuck all to do with. There's nothing nothing we could talk about during this show about music or live events or or, <laughs> or anything like that because for obvious no, reasons. So we're just going to talk about things. We're going to talk about the things that are keeping us sane during this fucking uh, well insanity, I suppose. Um, yeah. Well, that's yeah, it. Um, I mean, I. I uh, I finished Days Gone recently, and no. I oh, yeah. got my first platinum. Mm. My first platinum trophy. Thank you, everybody. Big things. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, like to thank Crafty for clap. buying it me for my birthday because I just I was obsessed with it, and I couldn't stop nice. playing it. Um, nice. Which birthday was this? Because I know you've got two of them. Sorry. Which birthday? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's his uh, first the July one. Which the G- your July yeah. birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's your different yeah. birthday. How old are you in dog years? Like, not far off, are you? You're older in dog years than me and Crafty are. 7,053, I think. Is that how it works? That is a, <laughs> that's the year that we found that robot in Greg's. Next tune, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Next to coffee oh, beans. Ne- <laughs> uh, Mystic State. Uh, what's this then? Uh, oh, War Remix. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, this track is uh, called Evermore, and it's coming out on Uke. Ooh, recordings, which I think is Meth Lab's reincarnation, uh, but we don't mention Meth Lab uh, because it's a new thing and it's a separate thing. But uh, I think we all know that this is uh, it's the same sort of. It's definitely got this war as well, isn't it? So there you go. Uh, yeah, run that rhythm. Thank you. 
That was a, an absolutely heavy one by Vellum. Tell us more, George. Oh, yeah. Vellum uh, taken off the Marvin EP out. Uh, it's October the 27th, but I imagine it's probably going to be out now based on the, uh, the date that we're putting this podcast out. Track was called Toe Tag. Um, brilliant, brilliant. That, that record label never ends, never ceases to amaze me, man. They're absolutely insane. They've got a really unique kind of squelchy sound, and I love everything that they do. Uh, I'm not just biased because I do help them out with some of the graphics from time to time, but um, yeah, uh, that, that EP blew me away. Um, Check out Slug Wife, uh, can't recommend them enough. Uh, Bristol-based label, but they, they operate with artists from all around uh, the UK and in parts of the US as well. Um, yeah, um, enjoy. Uh, so what, um, that's it, that's my bit. <laughs> we'll have to cut yeah, that bit. Well, we'll where, bit. Where, do, you, do you happen to know where they got the name for the EP from, Marvin? Is it not Marvin the Martian? I, no idea. I, do you know I don't know. Um, my friend Fiona did the artwork as well, and I think it's a man stood on a crate looking up through a vent. And I just, yeah, it's it's kind of lurid and, and abstract, but um, yeah, not sure. Could be Marvin the Martian. Could uh, be. Could, could be Marvin Gaye. Uh, you know. Let, well, well, in that case, let's get it on. Uh, oh, one second. Uh, watch yeah. watch uh, it not be like... Marvin Gaye who did that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We've held it together for this part of the show. Uh, yeah, we're there's some of the topics. So yeah, I think we're doing all right. I think there's some other topics. I think we've basically covered everything. The only other thing I uh, was putting on as conversation topics. Where is it? Uh, general health. How are you guys keeping your general health? How are you keeping yourself sane during uh, lockdown and all that sort of stuff? You go uh, first, just Chris. keeping myself entertained, um, yeah. yeah, and just talking to friends. You know, that's pretty yeah. much it. Um, I mean, as you guys are aware, I've had a fucking terrible year, but now it's got yeah. uh, it's got better, uh, and I'm feeling Good. I feel like myself. I'm much that's more motivated and productive. So yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's yeah, kind I'm... of talking to my friends and kind of talking myself through it as well. You know, yeah, kind of making no, strategies think, in my head. Yeah, tools, battle plans, and stuff like that. I think that's that's really important. I, uh, I mean, I've, I'm, I, I spent a lot of time on my own, but not very much alone time. And I think that that's something that I had to kind of re- reconcile as well. I've been doing a bit more exercise, drinking more tea rather than beer, keeping myself, mm-hmm. uh, trying to keep in shape and looking after myself. And because I, I mean, like I think like anyone. Um, Anyone who's got that kind of obsessive personality like I have uh, can get stuck into something. And uh, I do the same with, with my art and my design stuff. I, I just I can forego looking after myself based on things that I think is important. But really, self, self-care is important. So I've been working out a little bit more. I've, uh, you know, I've been looking after myself. It's been, uh, it's been helpful. And uh, yeah, like I say, probably uh, drinking a lot less than I would normally. And going on big fuck-off walks in the hills as well. So, you know, what about you, Crafty? I mean, you kind of live a life which is kind of monastic anyway, don't you? You, you work out in the hills, you live out in the hills. How does yeah. that work for you? I Obviously, I've got my own mental health problems, but I hate to be that guy. But this whole lockdown really hasn't affected me <laughs> at all. No. In terms of the whole, no. you know... Can't... You're a misanthrope anyway who lives in the fucking middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm very lucky with where I live uh, and the job yeah. that I do. Um, I've literally just been doing carpentry in a workshop, making some nice bits of furniture and having... Um, 
having a nice time. I had a rough couple of weeks where, uh, yeah. but that's nothing to do with lockdown. You know what I mean? Just I have rough weeks here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you you've you've don't have any substance issues whatsoever. Like you no, don't, I mean you barely drink. Don't smoke. Know, don't so drink. Um, yeah. Don't do drugs. Uh, so yeah, I've got you know. I think your issue, crafty, is uh, cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yeah, you. <laughs> and I wouldn't well, yeah. even say it's an issue, so to speak. It's more of a vice. You just like eating cheesecake, don't you? Cheesecake and sugar in general. That is my vice. That's the only thing <laughs> yeah. I can compare. I was talking about this the other day. When people talk about giving up smoking and stuff, like I smoked when I was younger, and one day I went, I'm not smoking anymore, and I've never had a craving for a cigarette. Whereas people, people battle with it for years and can't seem to give it up, and I've never yeah. understood. But I was thinking the other day, if someone told me to stop eating fucking bags of sweets, I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. <clears throat> yeah, I'm waiting for that is day a, that a you get issue of mine. Yeah, you I've get, never really you understood get the addiction with your thing. Van. But yeah, I, I get it. And you've, uh, you know, you're, you're driving around with your van. Uh, you've got a messy, unkempt beard. Uh, you've got, a, you know, weird little dog, and you've just got a van full of fucking sweeties. Uh, you know, explain your way out of that. <laughs> really, you know what I mean? That's that's the biggest issue. <laughs> Officer, it's not what it looks like. But uh, no, uh, sorry, Mister. You'd Nicotine. be like yeah. that. Obviously, this isn't for children. You don't offer children a whole <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a waste. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they always makes only me laugh. A little bit to be enticed. On the box of the cheesecake, it says serves four. <laughs> 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 Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. It's like, it's like when I buy some crisps and I buy the sharing bag. I'm like, mislabeled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally Serving suggestions. Yeah. Nicotine, nicotine, I think you're right there. I, I struggle with nicotine as well, Meech. You, you were saying there, I, I'm on. Oh, I've, I've been off cigarettes for a couple of years, and I've been slowly edging down my uh, nicotine content in my e-liquids e and my vapes and stuff like that. But I went to the shop the other week, and uh, I was sort of telling the guy, I was like, oh, do you know, it's brilliant. I only need one nick shot now for like four of these big bottles. And he was like, don't underestimate how many people just come in here uh, and every week and just buy cinnamon-flavoured air. <laughs> like you know, you, you'll find that like that, that shit is just as addictive, and it's very sweet as well. So it kind of ties into both of both of your kind of fixes, really, yeah. ironically. And then you just end up getting popcorn flavor vape again. Yeah, I, do you know? I think there's worse things to be addicted to. Absolutely, it certainly is. Than, than you, cinnamon flavor that's, air. That's yeah. you know, I'm I'm addicted to to nicotine. Yeah, I do at times drink quite heavily I'm not drinking so much at the moment I'll have like a couple at the yeah. weekend because yeah me too nowadays if I have a drink I'm I'm pretty much written off for the rest of the weekend like I'm just so sluggish and tired so at the minute while yeah. we're not we can't go out and stuff I'm like you know what if I'm gonna have a drink I'm gonna have a couple of beers and really enjoy it um, no, I think but that's then it means point. I can still yeah. I can still kind of be productive at the weekend you know make, yeah make some, what I found really interesting time. Yeah, what I what I found really interesting is when you because I go through periods where I'll stop drinking for quite a while, and what what's really funny about it is you realise just how fucking long a weekend actually is when you don't have to deal with a hangover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you actually like, get up at like a decent quite, time in the morning. Yeah, quite a lot of time, you know, like you know. But yeah, um, so that's that's good to know that I, we're kind of keeping it together. And I think uh, 
you know, to any of the listeners to the show, I know that most people kind of tune in because we fucking, we talk about electronic music, we talk about kind of cyberpunk and nerdy things, but I think that, uh, you know, we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't mention that actually, because we're uh, men of, of the age that we are, uh, and we're going through weird times where we're not necessarily geared up for, that, uh, yeah, don't, you know, talk talk about your mental health problems, reassess your exercise, look at what your intake is for drink and alcohol and, uh, and, and nicotine and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, and don't don't be scared to sort of reach out. Contact uh, the local NHS if you need to, uh, if you need help. But um, yeah, t- talk to your friends and stuff. It's always good. I mean, flip a neck if you're that desperate. Send us an email. Yes, indeed. Some more tunes. Uh, so, <laughs> well, we I mean, we I've noticed <laughs> I've noticed a typo on on the list which says metal health support, which I think is a really good opportunity oh. to ah. get into the metal segue. corner. Yes, metal Let's health do it. support. So, I could have a new, whole new, different thing going on here. Yeah, we're, da, da, we're, da, 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 da. Joe plays metal, and we talk about mental health. Oh, metal well, health I think we've support. done we've done the first half of it. Mm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, roll the jingle. So yeah, uh, this month we're going with uh, a band called Hacktivist. You might remember them from uh, the early kind of 2010s-ish. They're from... Milton Keynes of all places. Imagine that, mm. Milton Keynes. Uh, and yet, it's, oh, how, do you, how do you describe I've been them? to Milton Keynes. It's awful. Is it? Probably explain why their music is very, very angry. Then uh, it's kind of hardcore metal. Just is what it is. I really like them. Uh, I loved them years and years ago. And then they kind of they didn't do much. I think they did an EP and then an album. Um, I saw them live a couple of times, but then I think I don't think they've done anything else. Certainly recently, but they just popped back up when I was searching hard drives for stuff I wanted to listen to. I was like, ah, I remember these. Um, and the track is also called Activist, and I suggest you you listen to it. They kind of got a bit of fame from around this EP's time in, I think it was 2013, something like that. Uh, they covered Niggas in Paris by Jason Z and Kanye East. And that, it went viral, I suppose, is that the word? It, it was massive anyway. Uh, and yeah, yeah, not a lot happened. They did some tours with The Algorithm, who I also like. I might have to play one of theirs yeah. one month. Wicked There's his, should I say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it a listen. Hacktivist by Hacktivist.
Uh, yeah, uh, Cool, I think this kind of brings us up to the end of the show. Um, uh, wicked tune there, I presume. I, we're going to have to listen to it in, in, in post. Uh, <laughs> but I, I trust your taste, Crafty, so you know it's all good. Um, do we have any shout-outs? Does anybody want to say hello to? Anything uh, Anything relevant? Uh, Absolutely not. To the month of October? Nothing at all. You haven't? Yeah, nope, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I want to shout-out my mate Monier, just because he asked me to. Um, <laughs> I'll do that for you, mate. Uh, you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, banging producer. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's all of our topics all covered. Um, anything you guys are looking forward to? Anything you um, you want to mention? Cool. Um, <coughs> the, end, the end of the Tory reign. Your fucking their days of plenty are numbered. I m- mark my words, man. Fucking Northern Republic, end London rule. So uh, I, I can find more uses for dog shit than I can find for those absolute fucking incompetent bunch of corrupt cunts. So I've been thinking about this. What we need to do is effectively create a fortified garrison from Liverpool to Hull, comprising mainly of New Forest and Wetland. Uh, We need to establish an old old Northumbrian uh, kingdom, speak Gaelic, and all hail the Old North. Uh, That's just, I think, you know, Andy Burnham's going to be our um, Jarl for the the, uh, foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how we do it, yep. And we'll just turn... I'm going to head back to Newcastle. Yep. And build Castle Greggs. Castle Greggs. <laughs> Castle Greggs skull. <laughs> yeah. Built out of stotty. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, built out of stotty cakes. Before we do that, of course, we're going to bring... I can't... Go on, sorry. I was going to say, I can't scream, I have the power, in a Geordie accent. <laughs> I'm going to try, but not now. I have the power! <laughs> but before of course we do that we're, <laughs> we're going to allow all the Bristol crew to come up uh, you know all the good good folk from London the good folk from Bristol and Brighton to get them up one of them is uh, is our good friend Rezo who has uh, released a new uh, EP on uh, self-released on his band camp last month uh, called uh, Vault Volume 1 uh, and this track is called Grid uh, brilliant tune love this it's very different from what he what he's normally doing. He's an incredible musician, is Rezo. Everything from the dubstep stuff all the way to the kind of lurid, acid Sega music that he does. Uh, and I think it's a great piece of music to sort of uh, end today's show with. So we'll pl- we'll run that out in, in just a second. Uh, massive thanks to uh, to Crafty and Micha for, uh, for joining us on the show and keeping the podcast alive during all this time as well. It's really appreciated. Um, yeah, thank you guys very much. It's lovely to ch- chill with you and chat with you again as ever. Yeah, even if it's over the internet furways. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it works quite well. Thanks for tuning in, and I bet you we get twice uh, as many listeners this month well, because yeah, hashtag you know, Gore-Tec is here. Is actually in in the house. Hashtag, hashtag Gore-Tec, Gore-Tec indeed. Yeah. One last question before we run the track, guys. What are you having for your dinner? Mm. I don't know. Getting a takeaway. Mm. It is Saturday. You're allowed one, I suppose, isn't it? Actually, don't know. Yeah, probably be a kebab. Nice. Classy. Something veggie. Yeah, same. <laughs> Something veggie. Cool. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Tune in uh, next month where we'll... Uh, we man. Yeah. We'll... Get your son over to Greg's and have a vegetable beer. Have a... Uh, oh, ooh. Greg's are now on Just Eat, by the way. Just, just putting it out there. We're not sponsored by them. But um, if there was one way that I was going to become obese is let other people bring Greg's to my mouth. <laughs> At least walking to a Greg's is a little bit of exercise that I would have got otherwise. So, yeah, thank you, the internet.
<laughs> oh, if anyone's interested, I'm sure you're not, but uh, I am selling all of my retro game stuff, and my eBay seller name is crafty underscore PK. Get yourself some fucking bargains, mate. Oh, <gasps> yeah, we'll put a link to that in the bio. We, we don't mind mercilessly using our music platform to sell our own <laughs> shit. Let's fucking do it. While you're at it, my wife's making bracelets on Etsy. Guys, have a lovely evening. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.